And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Saskatchewan farmers feel ignored in yesterday's federal budget. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. The Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association is appalled with yesterday's federal budget. President Levi Wood says grain farmers contribute over $30 billion to the Canadian economy and the federal government is ignoring this contribution. I think at face value uh, for agriculture, I, th- I think it's quite disappointing. I mean, I think you saw uh, a federal budget uh, that was very long on spending, uh, but not uh, not really anything geared to ag in general. Uh, you know, you saw yesterday not hardly a single word or sentence uttered about ag for the entire time, other than a couple of small references. So, you know, I think when we look at ag as a national policy, it's it's very unfortunate that it seems to be quite low on the priority scale right now. Uh, you know, the federal government, through the Barton Report, was uh, encouraged, you know, that, that agriculture and agri-food exports and agribusiness uh, was a potential major growth driver for the economy. Uh, and I think we're very disappointed that, that the federal government has chosen essentially to uh, to push it further down the ladder. So... You're saying that basically agriculture is a big economic driver and must not be ignored? That's what we, absolutely. You know, I think when we look at ag, for those of us that live in Saskatchewan or in the prairies, you know, we know that ag is a big driver of our local economies and our provincial economies. But the exciting thing around ag, though, is is really what the future holds. You know, I, I did reference uh, before, but the Dominic Barton's report to the government about the future drivers of the Canadian economy, you know, he really did point to uh, agribusiness and agri-food exports as a, a significant potential boost to the economy. And as we see, and, and we're looking at a, another situation, another winter with some logistical challenges, uh, obviously it's been very dry in many areas of the province, uh, we saw some production challenges, the reality is I think that agriculture needs a regulatory environment in, in all facets that's going to allow it to accomplish its potential. And, uh, you know, we wish the government would have addressed that more directly uh, in this budget, uh, but they chose not to. And so we'll uh, continue to uh, encourage them, hopefully, to do so in the future. Your news release points out grain growers contribute a tremendous amount of money to the Canadian economy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, ag is, is a very large driver of the economy in Canada, and that's all forms of ag. That's not just the agriculture we're used to here in the West. I mean, obviously, in, in eastern Canada, there's also a tremendous agriculture industry. So this isn't even a primarily a Western issue. I think this is a, something that needs to be addressed uh, across the whole country. And, you know, I really would like to uh, see the federal government put more emphasis on coming up with more of a comprehensive strategy for agriculture and for how we conquer some of the challenges that ag faces, both from a regulatory but also from a, from a political perspective. Part of that, though, has to be what's happening this winter. What are your thoughts on grain movement this winter across the prairies? Well, you know, obviously, I think we've seen this again. Uh, Unfortunately, what we have is uh, very low rail service again. And primarily where my farm is is on the CP line. So, you know, it hasn't been too bad. You know, they're at about 60% of their orders. But I think we've seen this. The newest statistics coming out say CN Rail only delivered 17% of the car orders last week. It's only 700 cars. And, you know, when we're talking about 100, 110 car units, that's like only seven trains in a week hauled grain. And that's very disappointing. And it's disappointing from the standpoint because it, it's really a market distortion. When you can't move grain, obviously, it affects farmers' businesses. It, it affects our, our business cycle. We make sales based on good opportunities in the market, but also to match up with our cash flow situation. And, you know, delays in transportation lead to 
you know, increased carrying costs and difficulty making payments. And so it's disappointing to see again uh, where we're at in terms of the rail transportation. You want to see the Senate speed up Bill C-49? I definitely think they should. I mean, the uh, we would definitely call on them to do that. I, I think at this point, it's probably our, our best way forward to, to hopefully get something done and hopefully get things moving. You know, it was disappointing to see back in the summer that the government let the previous bill expire or sunset. It could have been continued. You know, the rail service bill could have continued to uh, cover this period, and it wasn't. And uh, I think we see uh, the transportation systems, primarily the railways, sort of taking advantage of that. And I can appreciate that it has been winter and there's snow, but it seems like every year uh, it's kind of a common refrain with uh, very little uh, new ideas for how to overcome it from the railways. And it's, it's disappointing for farmers in general. Levi Wood farms west of Regina at Pence and is president of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered top equipment on the market and the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. Saskatchewan farm groups are showing support for changes to Saskatchewan crop insurance in 2018. On average, premiums are down $0.10 an acre and coverage is down $1 to $216 an acre. Improvements include fire insurance for pasture land, increased coverage under the contract price option, and higher compensation rates for calves lost to predators. SAS Barley Development Commission Director Keith Reeve says including malt barley under the contract price option has been a key goal of his organization. We know malt barley is a very important industry for all of Canada from an economic point of view. Canadian brewers use 300,000 metric tons of malt each year to produce 19 million hectoliters of beer, which generates nearly $6 billion dollars in tax revenue. Enhancement of this program is an alignment with what we were looking for and establishing an effective insurance program is what SAS Barley has had as a very high priority. Malt barley will be an appealing choice, I believe now, for Saskatchewan producers. APAS Director Bill Probisky says the changes are welcome for the farming community. And I believe that the change to the contract pricing option is a, is a positive step and it kind of reflects the more modern uh, marketing of, of our grains and oilseeds. Saskatchewan Stock Growers First Vice President Bill Huber says a key change is the wildfire insurance. He says another change that's important to livestock producers is the predation program. This year there's a change in the way the minimum value paid for a lost calf is calculated. Previously the coverage paid $600 per calf until it reached market weight. The changes will use the market price in the fall to set the minimum calf value. The average of the forward price in September will be calculated using weekly average market values in February. Huber says it will help ranchers. And uh, as far as the predation program, we are very appreciative that the government has recognized the true financial cost to the livestock producers who lose calves due to predators. Levi Hull with the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association is also happy to see the changes at crop insurance. We're very pleased to see the increase and and the understanding of of the uh, loss of of, of that calf and what it brings forward, you know, selling that calf in April or May. So we're really happy to to continue working with with the uh, ministry and SAS crop insurance. March 31st is the deadline to apply for crop insurance. 
Feeder cattle prices across Saskatchewan were moving up during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says feeder steers rose on average about $2 per hundredweight. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were primarily higher last week. Canfax reported Saskatchewan feeder steer prices ranged between $1.08 per hundredweight lower to $6 per hundredweight higher. The only price decline was in the 7 to 800 pound feeder steer weight category, with the biggest gains in the 5 to 600 pound weight category. And on average, feeder steer prices increased by just over $2 per hundredweight. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were also primarily higher over the week. Feeder heifer prices ranged between $3 per hundredweight lower and $3.85 per hundredweight higher. The biggest price gains were in the 5 to 600 pound weight category, while the only losses in the 3 to 400 pound weight category. And what were the factors pushing up the feeder cattle prices? Well, Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were overall higher, and I think primarily from a weaker Canadian dollar. We did see U.S. cash feeder prices slightly lower last week, along with the basis levels in Saskatchewan were a little bit weaker. So the Canadian dollar was weaker, which I think was the, the biggest reason for seeing higher cattle prices. What were marketings? Canfax reported 13,225 head of cattle in Saskatchewan were sold last week, and that was up from 9,677 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were steady to lower last week. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows declined one cent to average $88.38 per hundredweight, with the price of D3 slaughter cows declined 32 cents per hundredweight to average $79.58 last week. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers were not reported last week, and last report to average $164.40 per hundredweight the week ending February 15th. We did see, however, Ontario fed prices last week were reported to average over $3 per hundredweight higher from the previous week. So it appeared that the markets were higher. Marcin Yuk says U.S. cattle on feed were estimated at 11.6 million head, up almost 8% from a year ago. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola gained $2 at $494.74. Oats fell $419 at $163.65. Number one red spring wheat rose $3.06 at $236.68. The rest were all unchanged. Durham $256.42. Feed barley $182.63. Flax $463.68. Yellow peas, $236.37. Feed wheat, $136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March spring wheat is up 6.5 cents at 6.03 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, February the 28th. A busy couple of days here for us, a big run here today. 3,000 head in the sort, 350 cows and bulls, a total of 33.50 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 83 to 93, sales to 97.98. These high-yielding kind of cows, they topped out at a dollar. D3 cows, 83 to 93, cows are averaging 84 and a quarter. Good bulls, a dollar to a dollar ten, sales to 117, bulls are averaging 108. In the pre-sort today, pretty much steady with last week. Some highlights on the steer side. 400 pound steers, 274. 
500 pounders, 258. 550 pound steers, 249. 650, 220. My favorite pen, 700 pound tan steers, 208. 800 pound steers, 185. 950 pound steers, 170. On the heifer side, 400 pound heifers, 228. 500 pounders, 218. 550 pound heifers, 211. 650 pound heifers, 196. 700 pounders, 179. Had a package of 750 pound one owner tan and white heifers at 176. 800 pound heifers, 167. 850 pound heifers, 165. This Friday, March the 2nd, bread cow and heifer sale, 350 to 400 head. Complete dispersal of 170 young cows, calf in April and May. Estate sale of William Yanko, 40 tan and white cows, 100 red black heifers, bred black. Also some cow-calf pairs coming as well. Also this Thursday, March the 2nd, 14th annual bull and female sale for Pheasantdale Cattle Company, black and red Semitall bull sale. Lunch at 12 noon, sale at 1, east of Balcares, watch for signs. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. I'm sold 6,500 hogs Tuesday. Selling a range of 145 to 157 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 6,400 head. Selling a range of 145 to 158 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is down 34 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.2740. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.08 cents U.S. Wholesale pork prices dropped under the benchmark level of $80 a hundredweight in yesterday's trade, with a move resulting from a 6% drop in pork bellies. The latest cold stores report showed pork belly inventory was more than three times as large as it was on the January 2017 report, suggesting that price support from the belly primal will not likely follow the same positive trend as it did last year. Lean fog futures are coming under pressure, with declines of more than $1 a hundredweight for the spring-summer contracts, while fall and winter contracts are down approximately 50 cents a hundredweight in early morning trade. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, sunny with a high of minus 1, the low minus 15. Tomorrow, sunny, increasing cloudiness in the afternoon, wind southeast 20, the high minus 1. Chance of evening flurries tomorrow night, the low minus 6. Friday, cloudy, 40% chance of flurries. Windy, the high 0, the low minus 5. Saturday, periods of snow, but a high of 0, the low minus 5. Sunday, flurries, the high 0, the low minus 11. Monday, partly cloudy with 30% chance of flurries, the high minus 7, the low minus 12. Tuesday, sunny, the high minus 6. Normal high minus 4, the normal low minus 16. The sun rose at 745 this morning. It sets at 637 tonight. On the roundup, Estevan minus 3, Saskatoon minus 6, Swift Current minus 3, Weyburn minus 5, Yorkton minus 5. In Regina, minus 7. It's sunny, and that's 19 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 7. Humidity 79%, barometer rising 101.4. Sunny in Moose Jaw, minus 3. Winds are from the west at 17. Once again, Regina, sunny, minus 7. That's 19 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.